0: In every pair of Takova's boots, you can expect handmade quality, first wear comfort, and timeless Western style. Takova's boots are always made from premium bovine and exotic leathers, and with occasional resoling, they're gonna last a lifetime. The best way to shop for boots is at your local Tacova store where you're gonna be greeted by the smell of fresh leather and a friendly smile. So come on in, grab a cold one, get fitted by a pro and shop the latest styles. Visit Tecovas. That's T E C O V A S. dot com, and don't go gently, y'all.
1: Uh. Be kind. To joy. Laugh Be
2: kind. Be kind. Laugh Little food
1: for your soul. Life ain't always pretty but hey It's pretty beautiful thing Laugh a little more thing Tighten up your core
2: thing Said EK You're kicking it with four
1: things With Amy Brown
0: Happy Thursday, Four Things fam. Amy here, asking you shall receive. So many of you said that you missed some of the OG style Four Things episodes where I cover four totally different things, and that's what I've got for you today. So you'll hear Walker Hayes singing, you know, first thing, second thing, third thing, fourth thing, in between everything. Which Shout out to Walker for writing and singing the theme song for the podcast that you hear at the beginning. I don't know if some of you – listen to that or you kind of maybe skip a little bit, but it's just such a fun song. And speaking of Walker, I am obsessed with a song that he put out recently called That Doggle Hunt. It is just so fun. And every time I see him dancing to it with his kids on Instagram, I always have it stuck in my head. But it's a very cute song that I think your kids will like, too, if y'all want to check that out. All right. Well, there you go. That's a little intro letting you know that it's OG Four Things style going down today. And we'll go ahead and get started.
2: First thing. That's right. Yeah.
0: All right, let's do Four Things Recommends. Haven't done this in a while, but it's four things that I'm really enjoying right now that I want to recommend to you. And I'm still on my fiction book kick. And I was recently at the airport because I took a little trip to New York City. And I always go over to the section of the little snack stores or the bookstores that they have there where they have the top 10 bestsellers in the country. And there was a Colleen Hoover book there at number seven. It was called All Your Perfect. So I grabbed it and it looked interesting and I read it on the flight, not the whole thing, but most of you know what I could get done on my three-hour plane ride. And it was so good. I will finish it as soon as I can get some more time to sit down and actually read. But there's no way I think it was a number seven bestseller at this moment. I think maybe the bookstore- you know, had a little mix up or something. Cause I was telling a friend, yeah, it's a new Colleen Hoover book. It just came out. And then she's like, what? I thought her latest one was called something else. And I Googled it and all your perfects came out in 2018. So I have no idea what was going on with the airport bookstore sorting system for the top 10 bestsellers. But I highly recommend that book if you have not read it yet. And I am still... Listening to an Emily Giffen book that I started recently called All We Ever Wanted, I bounce back and forth between books that I'm actually reading or books that I'm listening to on Audible, and I'm really enjoying All We Ever Wanted. The only problem is sometimes I get characters very mixed up in the different stories that I'm consuming. So I, you just kind of have to be aware and careful of that. Now, when I was on the airplane, I was flying to New York, which I had such an awesome trip. And that's the next thing that I'm going to recommend is finding time for yourself. Now, for some of you, that may not look like a getaway trip, which for me, that wasn't necessarily something that was easy for me to do. But what is something that you can do for yourself? Is it taking a walk? Is it going on a coffee date? I'll actually just read to you something that I put in my Instagram stories about my trip and the song that I talk about because I made a little video reel of some of the highlights from my trip to New York and I accompanied it with Steve Mochler's song, Make a Little Room, and here's what I wrote. I'm in a season of life that caused thoughts to flood my head last minute, that there was no room for me to leave and enjoy this trip. Well, I'm sure glad that other thoughts won. Thank you, therapy. And that it was not only possible to make room, but necessary. Everyone I spent time with filled up my cup. So my encouragement to you is this. Make a little room for something that is just for you, Friends can join or maybe it's alone time. I had some time alone on this trip too and it was a good combo. Doesn't have to be a trip though. Make room for a walk, a coffee date, girls night, whatever it looks like for you, just do it. So yeah, my second recommendation is to make a little room for something for yourself. When I was in New York, I got to spend time with Mary and Ashley and then we went to dinner with one of their friends, Katie, and it was such a fun evening. And then Mary and I went and met up with Moshe. I had never met him in person. He's come on the podcast before. He lives in New York with his wife, and they are just lovely, lovely people. They took us to this amazing place with the best pancakes. And we had the best combo, and then Moshe gave us a little mini tour around New York. He's such a history buff. He knows everything. If you're not following him on Instagram, he's the best news source. You spell his name M-O-S-H-E-H, and that's also his handle, at M-O-S-H-E-H. And then he also has a podcast called Mo News. If you want to get updates on what is going on in the world, he has a newsletter as well. But if you're a podcaster, then definitely check out Mo News wherever you listen to podcasts. And it's a quick, easy way to stay up to speed with what's happening in our country, around the world, and in a non-biased way and in a digestible way. So it was really cool to meet Mosh in person. Now, the next thing I want to recommend, third thing, is Bob's Red Mill Oat Crackers. They have a classic flavor and a rosemary flavor, and they are both Amazing. I first tried them at my friend Gracie's house for a little girl's night that she had. It was me and Gracie and our friend Allie Fallon. And she made this cute little cheese board with cookies and fruit and nuts and obviously cheese and crackers. And the crackers were so amazing. Before we left, both Allie and I were like, show us a box of these crackers. We need to go find them. And then I found them at my Publix. So they should be easy to find. And I highly recommend that you get them. They're great plain. They're great with a cheese, your favorite cheese. They're great if you want to dip them into some hummus. My son even likes them, and he is kind of hard to please at times. And then the fourth thing I want to recommend is in the beauty side of things, and it is Rihanna's Fenty Beauty Contour Stick. Now, they have a few different shades. You're going to have to pick the one that is best for your skin tone, but I have really enjoyed it. My friend Mars. She does makeup for a lot of people here in Nashville, and that was something that uh, she sent to me to get. I asked her for a list of things that is good for me to just have on hand. She does my makeup occasionally if I have an event or different things, but sometimes I can't be with her, and I am not very good at makeup. I've never been one to collect a lot of different makeup. That doesn't really excite me. I get nervous about how to put it on, what to put on, and the different combos, But she sent me a list and the Fenty Beauty contour stick was on there. And that's one thing that I've been using for the last couple of months that I really enjoy and pretty much use every day. Even if I'm going for a minimal look with just my IntelliShade sunscreen situation. Well, it's my tinted moisturizer, but it has SPF in it. So we'll call it sunscreen situation. And then, you know, if you listen to the fit thing earlier this week, you know, Kat and I recommended that you start putting sunscreen on your neck And we talked about the super group unseen sunscreen that we got. That's really lightweight that you can add to your neck. And Mary has been using that for a very long time. So we highly recommend it. I have added that to my Amazon favorites page. If you want to see what I'm even talking about, and then you can go find it or buy it at a store or Sephora cosmetic market or wherever you want to get it, or you can use the link um, that is on my page. But I have my Amazon favorites linked at RadioAmy.com if you want to find it there. I don't think the Fenty Beauty Stick is sold on Amazon, but I'll look and maybe I can add it. But the Shade is on there as well if you want to see what I'm talking about when it comes to that, because that's something I wear every single day on my face and that I love. And if you don't want to go to Radio Amy, but you're already on Amazon, you can do, I think, Amazon.com slash shop slash radio Amy, if you can even remember that. And speaking of Mary real quick, because I know I mentioned that she's a big fan of the unseen screen, but we were also in New York together. I mentioned she was there, but one of our meetings that we had while we were there doing a little bit of work, but mostly fun, non-work things, was we met with a textile company there that has this print that we really love. I don't know if we'll end up using that specific one, but we're working on our Gratitude Journal 3.0, and we're hopeful that y'all will really love the cover. Some of the ideas that we have for it are just very different and I think a little more versatile. Mostly they've been catered towards girls, and this will still be pretty feminine, and most of our audience is women too, but I've sent it to at least two guys that I know and they're like, oh yeah, yeah, I'd carry that. That's a little more neutral because our first one was tie-dye and that sold like crazy. And then we had the pink ombre, which sold a lot as well. And I think we have a few of those left. We will never make more. We've done a reorder on those as well. So that one is not out of stock yet, but it will be soon. And then we'll release 3.0 version, this newest version as we get closer to the holidays so you can get it for gifting, which I really think... If you've got people to shop for, we've got you covered. Like these are gifts that give back to Haiti, which is the best part of it all. But then it's also just one-stop shop, easy giving. Like you can be like, oh, gratitude journal. And then the people are really gonna be thankful for it because it's not an intimidating gratitude journal. It's something that's super simple. And we're adding quotes to every single page this time around. So there'll be some encouragement on each page for people to check out. But again, we're working on, cover and I can't wait for y'all to see the final product. And then if you are interested in getting the second version that we currently have a few left of, then you can go to fourthings.com for that. But I'm just thankful for the meeting that Mary and I had and fingers crossed that maybe it works out with this company, but if not, we'll maybe partner with a different company that has a different print that I think y'all will also really love and enjoy so uh, there you go okay four things recommends i hope you like all that stuff or maybe at least one of them something helpful for you all right i want to tell you about something really awesome that macy's is doing it is currently asian american and pacific islander heritage month and macy's is highlighting some really cool aapi owned brands right now online and in store For the entire month of May, you can join Macy's in supporting AAPI-owned fashion brands. Plus, you can help support college access and student success when you donate online or simply round up in store to APIA scholars. Now, APIA is the nation's leading nonprofit organization devoted to the academic, personal, and professional success of Asian American, Native Hawaiian, and Pacific Islander students. And Macy's has made it super easy. You can just round up your purchase to the nearest dollar at checkout to support APIA Scholars, which is an educational nonprofit. Shop Asian American and Pacific Islander-owned brands at Macy's.com or in-store. Again, that's Macy's.com. You're going to be doing some shopping anyway. Why not round up and give back? That's Macy's.com or in-store. Hey, it's Amy here to talk about the incredible work being done by St. Jude Children's Research Hospital and ask you today to join me in becoming a partner in Hope. When you make a donation to St. Jude, you're helping an organization that has helped push the overall childhood cancer survival rate from 20% to more than 80%. Start Ritual or add Essential for Women 18 Plus to your subscription today. That's ritual.com slash four things for 25% off. Second thing. Oh. All right, for this thing, my friend Allie Fallon is here. And you put up an Instagram post recently where I thought, oh, I want you to come and share it with the podcast because I thought it just came from such an honest place. And originally, I thought you would do this on that way which is my podcast that's dedicated to disordered eating, eating disorder recovery, body image stuff. But we're going to put it here because I think it's just going to resonate with so many people. I love it. So Allie, I'll let you take it away with the posts that you put up, like when the thought came to you
2: and when you started implementing it into
0: your life and how you see it playing out.
2: Okay, so basically in the last two years, while the world has been in lockdown, (laughs) I've had two babies back-to-back very quickly. And it has really shifted the way that I experience living life in my body. I don't know if that sounds like very ethereal to say, but for all of my life, I've just had like boundless, endless amounts of energy. And so exercise has been one of the ways that I've helped myself to like expend some of that energy without having a ton of anxiety. So I've always been like a more exercise is better kind of a gal. Like I have like done two days and been a part of sports and Wanted to go to a yoga class six days a week and I was a distance runner for a while and that really, really worked for me for a period of time in my life. But after having two babies, the way that I experience life in my body is like so much of my energy is accounted for and I just don't have a lot to give to exercise. And so for a long time, I was kind of like trying to figure out how was I going to come back to exercise? How was I going to make this a part of my life? And suddenly it just hit me. I was like, I don't have to make exercise be the way that it was for me before where it was like always like more is better. Exercise can just be going on a walk with my baby strapped to me or it can be you know just like having a dance party with my 2-year-old in the living room, you know. Like exercise is anything that I do where I move my body and get my heart rate up that feels good in my body. And so it was like this epiphany for me that's like so simple but has been really profound for me in the way I experience it that I don't have to do an exercise in order to get an outcome. I don't have to like train for a 10K or train for a half marathon or train for a marathon, which is the way that I've, that's been my relationship to exercise for my whole life. Or I don't have to be like, do you know what would be really cool is if I did yoga every day and I was like cut, you know, like I have like, like a six pack or whatever, or like a flat stomach. It doesn't have to be, that doesn't have to be my motivation behind the exercise. I can actually just exercise in a way where it feels good in my body to do the thing that I'm doing. And so... It's so simple. It's like almost stupid. It's so simple, but I've been doing this and it's really changing my relationship to what I think is exercise. And it's actually helping me to come back into touch with my own body. And rather than being in this like almost combative relationship with exercise where I'm like, I'm going to go like get a really good workout in. It's like, I'm going to go do something that sounds like really fun and life-giving and like feels actually good in my body. And that's exercise. And And each day it might look different. And every day it's different. And some days I want to like go a little harder genuinely because, not because I want to like break my record from the day before or something, but genuinely because my body's asking for that on that day. And then on days when my body feels a little more tired, it's like exercise might just look like taking a quick walk around the block after dinner. So it's stupid, but it's really profound. (laughs) at the same time. I love stupid,
0: but for frown things. (laughs) Those are are my favorites. (laughs) Um, No, I don't think it's stupid at all. I think it's something that people need to hear, especially in a culture, you may not be uh, a mom, but you might feel this pressure to have to do this certain type of workout just because it's what you've always done, or it's what you think your body needs, and you're willing to sacrifice other things to do that. Or maybe you are a mom and you feel the pressure from this bounce back situation that so many women have to go through. I have never been pregnant. So I don't know what that feels like. But I see people post about how, oh, it's so nice to not play into society's game
2: of having to bounce back. That's a real pressure that society puts on us. I mean, I think to quickly lose the baby weight after you have a baby. And it's been very healing for me and liberating to just Try to enjoy... And, you know, for someone who has been... I have a lot of thin privilege and have been thin my whole life. And it's always come fairly easy to easily to me. And like I said, I've always been super active. But after having two babies, it's like you watch your body do this thing. You watch it expand and give life to someone else. And then to try to stay in that and celebrate what your body has done instead of quickly being like, how quickly can I get back into my old genes? It's actually... It's a discipline of its own, a different kind of discipline than it was when it was like, I got to, you know, get my workout, my hour long workout in today and really like crush it out there. And, you know, when I go for my run or whatever, that's one kind of discipline. And this kind of discipline is like, what if I can just allow it to be okay that I'm a different pant size than I was then? And maybe someday I'll be the same pant size again and maybe I won't be. And, And it's really like almost taking that off the pedestal and letting my body just do what it needs to do and that frees up so much time to
0: show up for yourself yeah. and the other people yeah. in your life yeah mainly your my children your children <laughs> that you just brought into the world that need you yeah <laughs> because I I fear that if I had gotten pregnant when I wanted to I was so not in a healthy space mentally that I know I would have put that pressure on myself for sure because that's what you just saw as the normal thing to try to do. Yeah. And I love your self-awareness as always. And so this is coming to from someone within privilege. And I have to recognize that a lot on outweigh because we're speaking to such a variety of different people and there's no way I can know what everyone has been through or what they're feeling. And by society standards, there's this, some people are like, there's no way, yeah. no matter what. I, yeah, That's not even possible for me. So luckily we're starting to break down this image that society has put up in front of us for decades, which it's evolved every decade. It kind of changes a little bit, but there's still, it's still a a mostly thin type figure, but we're slowly starting to rip up those magazine pages, just metaphorically rip by rip. We're getting there. Did you see Victoria's Secret Angels and Demons? No. On Hulu? No. I just recommend you go see it. Okay. It really has nothing to do with what you're saying here right now, (laughs) but I grew up seeing the Victoria's Secret ads. And, you know, in the 90s, so much of what we saw, I just bring this up as an example of what we see in magazines and what we see on covers of what women are quote unquote supposed to look like in their underwear.
2: (laughs) We don't look that way. No. And (laughs) I think that's the crazy thing is even, even with the thin privilege that we have to acknowledge that what happens in your brain because of the images that are fed to us is Mm -hmm. so messed up Mm -hmm. that like no amount of effort or energy or whatever I try to do could ever make me feel like I live up to that standard. So, so when we celebrate a variety of bodies that don't look this one way, it's like, it, we all win even those of us who would have otherwise fit into that paradigm it's it's like it frees it liberates all of us to be to celebrate every part of our body even the cellulite and even the you know like the stretch marks all over my belly now that i've had two children and every part of my body even the parts that i would have otherwise been like you know oh i got to hide this or cover this up or fix this or whatever
0: and a lot of companies are starting to do that and have been for several years now But you learn in the documentary that Victoria's Secret was one of the last to jump on board. They didn't want to. It was run by men. And they're like, no, mm -mm, no, this is our fashion show. These are the women we have walking out there. Oh, and by the way, we want to attract teenagers now and get them in as customers. And this is what they should aspire to look like as young teens. Yeah, And they didn't, they were like, okay, if other companies want to have all different types of bodies and shapes and sizes and people and things and whatnot, go for it. But that's not Victoria's Secret. And now they've had a complete rebrand and they are inclusive to all types. So it was just interesting to see that that's a lot of it is just because yeah. men were running big companies and marketing and that's what men thought they wanted
2: to see. So, I mean, I I try to remind myself too that whenever I have a moment of like insecurity about my body that that has been fed to me so that someone can make money off of it. Mm. It's like whatever urge that I have to buy this thing to fix this or, or tuck that or whatever like <laughs> You know, it makes sense that men are running Victoria's Secret. I didn't even know that, but that makes perfect sense to me because
0: well, they like to say they had women CEOs over certain departments, but there was a big umbrella, and yeah. at the top of the umbrella is the men. Was who are men. making the money off of but your they insecurity. Love to be like, oh no, we have this woman CEO over here, and this woman over here, and this woman over here, but even those women were answering to men. Yeah. So I don't know. Just show I'll recommendation. Watch it. <laughs> And Allie is an Instagram follow recommendation. You can follow her at Allie Fallon, A L L Y F A L L O N. Did I get it right? Yeah, that's okay, Good. Sometimes my spelling, I'm like, did I forget an L? <laughs> did I do an O? So, but Allie has a lot of encouraging messages and videos that she puts up. She loves for people to be able to just tap into themselves and if they have a story inside of them, she wants to get it out of you. So she's very encouraging in that way. But also you just sometimes when you have a thought about what you're working through in your own life, you throw it up there and you were on a walk with, you know, your baby in your little, what is that called? The
2: the baby Bjorn carrier. Okay. The baby Bjorn
0: carrier. (laughs) And you were just walking and saying, Hey, this is what I'm doing to honor my body today. Mm -hmm. And it is perfect this is what's been working for me because I also knew you before you had kids and we yeah. were, we we were, were those yoga people. junkies. Yes, we were, we were at yoga there. every
2: day. Every single day. Sometimes twice Six in a day. the morning. Mm-hmm. 6 p.m. You know what? The other thing, the other thought I had about this is like, let that be okay. If that's what served us for that time yeah. in our lives, like that's wonderful. But if it's not working for you anymore, and that was the point I was trying to make with the Instagram post. It's not like stop working out so hard, you know, But the point is like, if pushing through is no longer working for you, if it's not serving you anymore, here's another way to try that has been serving me lately. And maybe it would serve you too. You're evolving. I'm evolving. I love it. I'm allowed to evolve. Cause you know, (laughs) if you're not evolving, you're dead. Yeah. Well,
0: some people might not be dead. They just might choose not to evolve, which you might as well be dead. Cause then you're just stuck unless you think your life's awesome that way. <laughs> I don't know, but I am so <laughs> thankful for growth and yes challenges and hardships and different things that have stretched me and pulled me in lots of different directions because ultimately I've been through enough to where I can look back and see, okay, wow, this is what I learned from that. This was made possible because of that. Yeah. I threw that, I got to throw in Donald Miller because uh, Allie <laughs> works with him. <laughs> and um, I'm so excited to do y'all's Write Your Story workshop.
2: Oh, I'm so glad you're coming. Mm -hmm.
0: In October, me and my sister, it's going to be the best. I cannot wait.
2: It's going to be so cool. If you're listening to this and you want to meet Amy, (laughs) I'm just kidding. (laughs) If you want to come and learn how to write your story, we're doing an in-person workshop and we still have some seats left Oh, okay. What is the... October 21st and 22nd. But what's the website? WriteYourStory.com. Well, that makes sense. Yeah. (laughs) Easy. (laughs) Try to keep it easy
0: for you. (laughs) WriteYourStory.com. Yeah, my sister and I will be there. And I know that... It's just going to be the best weekend ever. Who knows what we're We're going to come come out of there with. Mm -hmm. My sister has a book in her. We're going to get it out of her for sure. Yeah, yeah. Okay. All right. Thank you, Allie. Thanks for having me. Here we go. All right. The struggle is real, getting out the door on time, even for myself, but also if you're a parent with kids. But I have a list of things that you can do that'll help you get out of the door on time if that's something that you're struggling with, especially now that school is back in and there's just a lot more activities, there's a lot going on in life, and it's just harder to get it all together. So whether you have kids or not, these tips are going to apply to you. I'll just start with the adult side of things, like how to help get us out the door on time. Preparing the night before is so key, and I say this from experience, I used to just kind of wing things and be like, oh, I'll handle that in the morning. But there's so much now that I prepare for the night before, like including laying out my clothes, what I'm going to wear, and then put your things where you can find them, like your car keys. I can't tell you how many times I've gone to get in my car and I'm already late and I'm trying to leave and I don't know where my car keys are. So that's something you can all prepare for like the night before. Do you want to go ahead and get your coffee set so that that is brewed and ready for you? Again, having your stuff laid out, having your bag ready to go, figuring out if you're taking your lunch, what are you going to pack? Get up early if you can. And to that point, go to bed early if you can. And I know sometimes if you're trying to put kids to bed, it can be a struggle. I know with my son, I have to personally stay in his room until he falls asleep until I can sneak out and sometimes that can take a really long time and then I've already kind of fallen asleep in his bed so then I'm super groggy and then I have to go back downstairs and try to take care of some of the stuff that I need to take care of but just try to plan and get ahead on that as you can so that you can go to bed early so that way you can wake up early and get a better start of the day allocate for some extra time pat it like if you need to be somewhere at a certain time go ahead and tell yourself you need to be there 10 minutes early And that is your strict time. And then hopefully, magically, you'll be exactly on time. Plan for little things to go wrong. That's never a bad idea. And then get yourself ready first if you can. If you're trying to get kids ready, maybe you get up and get that extra time to get yourself ready. Then you're good to go. And then you focus on them. And then lastly, lose the news, internet, TV, social media, phone, etc. Don't get lost in that. We all know don't pick up your phone first thing in the morning. It's a time suck, and it's not just a good space for your head. And something I really enjoy doing in the morning is my three minutes of journaling. I know in the first thing I was talking about, or four things gratitude journal, you can jot down things that you are thankful for, or you can set a timer and do three minutes of free flow writing. I love that so much, and I use my four things gratitude journal for that. I just, taking up a full page of My four things journal actually times out to exactly three minutes. I don't even really have to set a timer anymore because I know if I just free flow the length of that page, boom, I've got my three minutes. And that's something that helps start my morning off. And then on the kids side of things, if you have kids, something that helps in our household is using the two choice method. Like if I'm trying to figure out what my son wants for breakfast, but we've got to get out the door, I don't just say, what do you want for breakfast and rattle off all these options or I don't leave it open-ended. I say, you can have oatmeal or you can have eggs. And then normally he's like, oh, okay, fine. I'll have oatmeal. And then that keeps it pretty simple. Or if there's a clothing situation, you can wear this or you can wear this or even better, let them pick out their own clothes if that's an option. And just don't make that a thing, you know, pick your battles. Uh, keep things playful. Like the more you can make it fun, the easier it is to motivate your kids to do it. Like this article from Pure Wow says, pretend the stroller is a spaceship or do a race to see who can get their shoes on the fastest. I, th- I do that with my son in a shower. If I really need him to get in the shower and he is refusing, I'll be like, I'm going to set a timer. I've got to go take a shower too and let's race and see who can get done. And normally that works for him. It's like a little sneaky tactic that we use. Make a schedule that works for them and make sure they know it the night before. I printed out stuff that we keep on our counter for our kids so they know what they have going on the next day and there are no surprises at all. And then by the door, you can create a little storage space for each kid to designate their backpack, their shoes, their socks, My friend Maddie Nelson posted on Instagram the other day that she actually moved all of her daughter's hair stuff down to the kitchen instead of trying to do her daughter's hair upstairs and then trying to get out the door. She just does it right there in the kitchen, and then boom, they're ready to walk out. And then she also moved their socks and shoes into a bin in their mudroom entryway area, and that way they're not running back upstairs to get a pair of socks. Boom, they're just right there. So hopefully these are some tips that are going to help you get out the door on time. They're very simple. I'm sure you've thought of a lot of them already, but sometimes we just need that friendly reminder to take initiative and do what we need to do to try to be on time, because then we will feel more relaxed and less stressed. All right, I want to tell you about something really awesome that Macy's is doing. You're going to be doing some shopping anyway why not round up and give back that's macy's.com or in store in every pair of Tacova's boots you can expect handmade quality first wear comfort and timeless western style a great pair of western boots will elevate a casual look or add a refined flair that'll draw both eyes and compliments Tecova's boots are always made from premium bovine and exotic leathers, and with occasional resoling, they will last a lifetime. Now, the best way to shop for boots is at your local Takova store where you're gonna be greeted by the smell of fresh leather and a friendly smile. Visit Tacovas.com. that's T-E-C-O-V-A-S.com, and don't go gently, y'all. Hey, it's Amy here to talk about the incredible work being done by St. Jude Children's Research Hospital, and ask you today to join me in becoming a partner in Hope. When you make a donation to St. Jude, you're helping an organization that has helped push the overall childhood cancer survival rate from 20% to more than 80%. A friend was over for dinner the other day and, you know, we were just making conversation around the table, asking questions, and this friend said to my daughter, like, hey, what's something that makes your mom happy? (laughs) And her response without missing a beat was clean countertops. Wiping down the countertops is a simple way for me to reset, especially when the smell is just right. And by smell, I'm talking about coconut. Coconut Coconut-scented Clorox Scentiva is my go-to. And I personally love that she answered that without hesitation. That means she knows me well, and that's really special. And of course, yeah, I do love clean countertops. I love wiping them down. I will always choose the smell of coconut over anything. I don't know what scent matches your vibe, but there's coconut, there's grapefruit, there's lavender, for this thing, we're going to talk about dreaming and having a vision for something and then watching it come to fruition. And I've got Chris and Lorianne Vadu on right now, and they're going to share their story, their journey. Y'all are both former military, and now you've embarked on a completely different career path in the civilian world and I love that when I go to your website the first words that I see are we are on a mission to change the world and so I thought y'all would be the perfect guests to come on to talk about having a vision having a dream and watching it actually come out into the world and I actually have some of your products I use them I have them in my laundry room y'all are the founders of Sheets Laundry Club and I just think your story is awesome and I love what y'all are doing, and I think that y'all will be encouragement and hope to a lot of people listening. Thank you.
3: Thanks for having us, Amy.
0: And so why is it important for you to change the world with what you're doing?
3: You know, we served in the military, you know, for 27 years combined. And, and for us, I think it was serving our country, and we were passionate about that. We, we love our country, love what we did for our country. Um, when we retired, we, we really struggled with what we were going to do that made an impact in society. I mean, I I wasn't content with just getting a job that paid the bills. So we explored business opportunities. We started a brick and mortar business for about four years. We did a lot of charity work with it. And through that process, we just happened to meet one of the investors that, that helped us get Sheets Laundry Club started. And he understood that I had a disability from flying. I have permanent lung damage from all the plastics and dioxins and trash that was being burned overseas in Iraq. So flying for me, I'm a Blackhawk pilot. That's what I was doing in the army. And it wasn't really an option for me once I retired. And I had to figure out real fast what that next chapter in life was. We have kids and we have bills we still had to pay. Um, and I'm a big believer that dreams can become a reality, but you have to work harder than, than everyone around you to make that dream a reality. Nobody's going to hand it to you. So that's kind of the basis of of it. It was a dream for me. And and Lauren would probably attest to you. I probably talked to a thousand people and maybe three out of those thousand people thought it was a a good idea. You know, I'm coming from helicopters and now I'm going to, to a business in laundry detergent in an area that I have no experience or background in. And here we are today, you know, three years later. And I know more about laundry detergent than I ever thought I would. I love everything about what we're doing. And um, I think year to date, we've, you know, eliminated over a million plastic containers from entering the landfills and in the oceans. So, so far, it's been a big win.
0: Share with others, what are y'all are doing to change? What are y'all doing that's different? I'll let you take it away because y'all know better than me. I know because I, again, I have your products, but I want y'all to share with people how you're able to save all that plastic.
1: A lot of it, Amy, is just bringing awareness to everybody. You know, I'm sure when you first saw our sheets, you were like, what is this? What do I do with this thing? Does it go in the dryer? Does it go in the washer? I don't know what to do with it. And so, you know, education is definitely the biggest, one of the biggest challenges in here is because people don't see it as laundry detergent. They're used to that liquid. They're used to that bottle. Um, And so getting people to understand that you can get your clothes just as clean, if not better, with natural ingredients without the plastic. I mean, just, just getting them to try one box, one travel pack, um, is huge because that's still one less bottle that is going into the the landfills being burned. But I mean, there's other changes that we've all had to make here at Cheats Laundry Club. I mean, we drink canned water. We don't drink bottled water. I have outlawed bottles in my house. Like you cannot bring, (laughs) you cannot bring a bottle, a plastic bottle into the house. You know, my son is huge on, I'm sure as your kids are too, you know, the sweet drinks. Um, so it's like, if they want a Gatorade well then you're going to have to use the powder Gatorade because you're not bringing a plastic bottle into the house. We use reusable paper towels. We we do everything we possibly can to eliminate plastic from our lives, um, as well as in the office here. But just getting it out there, plastic is a huge problem, not just for us humans, but definitely for the animals in the oceans anywhere. I mean, everywhere there's turtles eating plastic. You can see pictures of monkeys playing with plastic bottles that are left in the rainforest areas. I mean, it's just it's its everywhere.
0: Well, Chris, obviously, after what happened with you in Iraq with plastics, this is something that is a huge passion of yours. And so how did you bring it from passion, vision, dream stage to an actual business?
3: Yeah, going back to, to the starting process, it was it was really for me to follow my dream and and, and figure out what roadblocks were going to be in the way. For us, it was obviously a lot of finances. Um, so we had to find that investor. Um, so we use uh, limited capital resources in the beginning to really develop a product that which the sheet is a dehydrated liquid detergent. We dehydrated it on a roller at 140 degrees and turn it into a dissolvable sheet. Um, it was finding an investor that actually believed in that concept that we could do that. So we spent a, a better part of a year on a very limited budget, just developing products, three products just to start that, that were in the plastic free space. Then we sent them off for testing to a laboratory in Ohio And as soon as the investors saw that these were cleaning as well as the synthetic liquid detergents on the market and that we could be price competitive, that that three out of a thousand turned out to about 997 out of a thousand. And and then it was a laundry list of people that were interested in, in being affiliated with what we were doing, which presented its own new challenges then because before you couldn't get anybody to believe in you. And now everybody's wanting to be a part of it and you can't sell your whole company to a thousand people.
0: Yeah. I like what you did there too. A laundry list of people. (laughs) (laughs) He didn't
1: mean mean to do it.
0: Of course, I love that the sheets and to just give, like y'all have explained so that people understand it does look like a dryer sheet. So Mm. it could be confusing, especially if you're not used to it. But then when you realize like, oh, I throw that in the wash and it dissolves and becomes the soap and it does everything that something out of a jug would do is if I was pouring it in there, but you'll also have these in wash scent boosters <laughs> that I'm obsessed with, <laughs> particularly sandbar. That's mm. my favorite scent. That's the, yellow, the one. yellow one. And my son recently started playing football and his stuff just stinks, you know, 12 year old boy. Mm-hmm. playing football multiple times a week. Mm-hmm. And I can't keep that thing clean enough. Like I'm trying all the time, to just make sure he's clean and smelling good. And I really think because of the scent boosters, he's good to go. <laughs>
3: awesome. I'm, I'm happy to hear that. I mean, it's it's one thing to sell a product. It's one thing to sell a product two or three times. And that's always been the goal is to have a product that has efficacy behind it and, and works. Um, so we're obviously thrilled to hear that, that you're happy with it. And obviously, so are hundreds, hundreds of thousands of other people so far. So we're we're definitely making a, an impact in the world in it. And it's people like you that are helping us get mm-hmm. the word out, not only about Sheets Laundry Club, but about the plastic crisis and the the dump truck full of plastic that enters the ocean every 30 seconds.
0: Oh, yeah, that's crazy to think about. And I personally just love supporting military, former military in any way possible. And I also love y'all's mission and what y'all are doing and that you're determined to make a difference. And you're not just doing it as like, oh, look at this cool business idea that could probably really take off. You practice what you preach. I mean, that is hardcore. You're not even allowing the Gatorade (laughs) bottles. Because I was thinking my kids love Gatorade too, but what would I do? And then, you know, you have a solution. Oh yeah, there's powdered Gatorade Mm -hmm. and we'll make it that way. And then we'll put it in our own reusable jug. Yeah. So when you're first implementing that type of lifestyle, though, because I can imagine for some people, if you've never been big into recycling or eliminating certain things that are just obviously very convenient for us and have been so acceptable for so long, you know, would you recommend just baby steps and don't just one bite at a time at this? Because to me, it could be overwhelming. Of course, I would love to live exactly how y'all are living, but I know I've got to take probably small steps to get there.
1: Yeah. I mean, it's not going to happen overnight. Really, honestly, we started with the canned water because I was like, you know, plastic bottles, not just laundry jugs, but the plastic bottles we drink every day. I mean, you see it all the time, you know, and one day there are as many plastic bottles that can go around the earth like seven times used or thrown away. So that was my first step was I found the canned water. And then the second step, I was like, you know, we need our reusable bottles, Our, you know, our metal drinking canteens or whatever you want to call them. And so that way we're not using a bottle. We fill it up out of the sink or the refrigerator or, you know, the filter, filtered water. And we just keep using that. And then next I kind of went and looked into my pantry and looked at some things that I could do better. Like our trash our trash bags. I mean, trash bags are plastic. They don't biodegrade, you know? So I was like, well, what are we going to do with this? Because I can recycle all my boxes or my bottles, but they're just going to go into a plastic bag and that's just going to sit there. So what The point. So now we use biodegradable, plant-based trash bags as well, and then I went to you know the reusable paper towels. You know, where I'm not cutting down trees. Um, I'm using, you know, I get them on Etsy and I just put them on the regular paper towel rolls, just roll them up. And just when I need a one, I just take it off. And then we've got a little um, a bin in our laundry room that we put them in and we wash them all together. And, you know, it's like like you said, it was baby steps. My, my I have other projects that I'm trying to figure out um, how to get away from plastic. We can't always do it, unfortunately. Chris and I do know that, you know, plastic is cheap and it's baby steps. So hopefully one day what we're doing will push others into the same direction.
0: Oh, absolutely. And I think well, one way for people to start too is even looking at their laundry detergent, maybe trying out sheets as an option, sheets laundry club, because that's a way where you know, you're, you're making an impact in that cabinet. Mm-hmm. And then now I, I had not thought about the trash bags at all until you just said that. So I'm thankful you gave a little rundown there of different things you started to swap out because my next round of trash bags that run out, I'm going to try to find a different kind. I think I just, it's creature of habit. Like I buy the, you know, the same trash bags I've been buying for years. And I never even thought to think about using a different kind that
1: wasn't a plastic because they're not out there. They're not on the grocery shelves where people go and buy their laundry detergent and, you know, their milk, bread, cheese, you know, it's, it's not there. It's not something that's advertised as, hey, let's do this to make a difference. So, you know, we're hoping that being in some major retail stores will help along with, you know, our voices to, to help those bottles stop being sent out.
0: Well, that was my next question. Chris, where can people find Sheets Laundry Club? Obviously going to sheetslaundryclub.com, but where else?
3: Yeah, so we're, we're on uh, sheetslaundryclub.com, Amazon. Uh, we don't have a full selection on Amazon, but we do have the basic laundry sheets there. Um, we're also in all the Harris Cedar locations on the East Coast. And in September, we're going in all the Meijer locations, continuing to expand out West throughout the year. Uh, but those are the two confirmed retailers that we're in. And, you know, if, if we kind of back up on that, my goal, when we started this I, you know, three years ago in Harris Teeter, I said, Lorian, one day our son is going to walk down this aisle with our grandkids and he's going to say, grandpa changed that. Um, you know, they're all, they're all cardboard now. And, and he, he revolutionized the way laundry detergent was done. My goal was in 20 years to be on a rail, retail shelf, being Harris Teeter and 24 months after I said that. Our products are sitting right next to Tide in the seventh generation. Um, so it's, it's huge for us. And, and the goal is, with no pun intended, is to turn the tide <laughs> on plastic pollution. Um, that's really what we're trying to do. And I, I'm hoping that we can force change in a massive, one of the biggest industries in the world, which is the laundry market. We can turn a tide on that and change, revolutionize and show companies like Procter & Gamble that there is a demand out here for sustainable alternatives.
0: Well, I definitely got goosebumps when you shared that dream and that 24 months later, you know, it's it's happening. And so hopefully that'll just be encouragement to anyone listening right now that has a vision, that has a dream. And maybe they're telling a bunch of people and people are shooting them down and not believing in them. And, you know, one day you might get people that believe in you. And sometimes it takes just believing in yourself first. And so, yeah. You know, y'all had each other in this, and I just think it's cool that y'all are practicing what you preach. You truly believe in this. You're truly all about making a difference. And uh, I would love to hear four things of gratitude from y'all if y'all would like to do that real quick. But since there's two of you, to hit the four, we'll just divide by two. So Chris, you take two things, and then uh, Lorianne, you
1: can take two things. Okay, I'm not taking Instagram, Chris, because I'm not on Instagram. You do more Instagram than I do.
3: <laughs> Deal. I'll start with my Instagram then while you're thinking about it. So I, I'm a big fan of Jason Momoa. Full disclosure, I th- I'm on Instagram. I think I have nine followers. <laughs> uh, so uh, I'm, I'm not necessarily popular. <laughs> um, I do follow Amy and Bobby, but I think I have nine followers. Um, the business site obviously has a lot more than that. But Jason Momoa, to me, he's he's a good face for the plastic revolution. He, he just started a, a plastic-free water company, um, which you can find those on Amazon. Not a sales pitch for, for Jason, but not only did he do movies, you know, that that are up within, in the ocean with Aquaman, but he is he's a true believer and a true spokesman for the plastic mm-hmm. crisis. Um, so I love following him and his feed and kind of just watching what he's all about.
0: Your Sheets Instagram is also just Sheets Laundry Club. So that's easy to remember. If people want to go yeah. check out, that's an easy way to see all the awesome things that y'all are doing as well, which I didn't even set y'all up for... I guess maybe Instagram, a a book, a TV show, and a drink. Is that what y'all are going to do? Kind of what the game I do sometimes. So you just did the Instagram. All right. So Lorian, you go next with whichever
1: one you want to take. Chris isn't a huge reader. So I think I'm going to take books away from him, you know, as, as a wife and, and a mother and, you know, running this company alongside my husband, it is hard to read books. I don't have much time, but you know, the books that I can come back and I say, and I know this is going to sound a little cheesy, but, and I, and honestly, right now I, I I'm blinking on the author, but it was the love languages book um, for both, you know, married couples and for kids. It kind of helped me and and Chris, you know, read them as well, I think. But it really kind of helped us, you know, come together closer as a family because we knew how to get to each other. So it wasn't just giving flowers. It wasn't just, you know, taking the family on a vacation. It was, you know, taking out the trash when you're not asked to. Or, you know, for my son, it was to sit down for five minutes and play uh, a video game with him. Um, so I think if it weren't for those two books, I would definitely not be doing so many things, little things that really a lot of people take for granted, but you know, your significant other and your, your child, especially really um, it really gets them right here and it brings you together.
0: Yeah. The author behind that book is Gary Chapman. Yes. Yes. Yeah.
1: On focus for the family. Yes. Yeah. It is
0: definitely cool to figure out your love language, those around you just so you can better understand people. So what do we, who's going to take the TV show?
3: I'll do the TV shows. Um, I do watch TV more than I do read books. <laughs> so TV shows for me, I, I'm a big history buff and I love the history channel. So in my, in my son does too. So for me, it's, it's the making of America, the food that built America, all of the history channels that that kind of go back to the, the, the start of America, whether it's, you know, the Vanderbilts, whether it's McDonald's versus Burger King, Domino's versus Pizza Hut. I love to watch the story of how, um, it's really where we're at today, 50 years ago, 100 years ago of how these two companies and a few founders had a, a quirky idea that everybody thought was crazy, which was Domino's. I think that was actually Pizza Hut. You know, these guys made this pizza and nobody's going to buy this, you know, and then eventually it started selling. And these Domino's guys said, hey, I've tried this. Let's build this. And um, one thing led to another. And it, Pepsi and Coke, you know, it's 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 stories on all of these companies and the rivalry that they've had over the last anywhere from hundred to 50 years and, and how this all started, you know? Um, so for me, I really enjoy watching those. And I kind of think um, where we're at kind of relates. And I, I'm hoping one day that I don't want to be on the history channel, but I'm hoping that we change that, that an industry to where, you know, we're, we're a small part of, of a revolution in, in the plastic space. Um, for laundry detergent
0: love that you're making me want to check out the history channel have y'all seen that documentary on mcdonald's Mm -hmm. i can't even remember what it's called now but how the brothers that started it or was it yeah
3: yeah the two brothers he got pushed out
0: yeah it's very interesting so Mm -hmm. yeah documentaries are always good uh okay so what do we
1: have left food and drink i think i'm gonna go with tacos and margaritas i mean come on I mean, yes, yes. Okay. I mean, you you can't go wrong with either of oh. those. To-
0: <laughs> okay, well, I can back that, and then I know y'all are coming to Nashville soon, and I have a margarita and taco recommendation. You need to go to Twelve South, and you have to go to Bar Taco. And every once in a while, I don't know what determines. I mean, maybe because it's summertime, what determines when they have this secret lobster taco on the Ooh. menu, but most of their tacos are about two dollars three dollars but the lobster one is six (laughs) but it is the best taco you're ever gonna eat i kid you not it's worth it so uh, i recommend you go to bar taco hopefully they have the lobster at the very it'll be at the bottom of the menu and it'll say something like super secret lobster taco even though it's right there
2: (laughs) Yeah. <laughs> and
0: then order just their classic margarita or if you like it spicy, they can do a little jalapeno yeah. in there and it's just a, it's a cool place to hang out. And especially if you can get a table outside, you can also people watch all the people walking up and down 12 South shopping and you'll
1: we'll hand out. Things. Sheets, so Chris. we'll just hand out travel packs. Yeah, welcome yeah. yeah. Hey, no, I'm totally excited.
3: It. We'll check it out for sure. I'll uh, I'll shoot you a, a DM when we're done and tell you how, how much we liked it.
0: Awesome. Okay, well, thank you all so much for coming on to share your story and remind us that dreams do come true. And it takes a lot of hard work. I know that y'all have worked incredibly hard. But the fact that it truly was something that came from within and it's a passion and y'all are putting it out there into the world and you are making a difference. And it just shows that yeah, you can you can have a dream one day for your kids or your grandkids to see your stuff on a grocery store aisle and it really will come true.
3: Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's absolutely the only person to tell you, you no know, is yourself. So just just keep driving on and find a way around the roadblocks that come ahead.
0: Love that. Well, y'all are awesome. Thanks for coming on. And yeah, I just encourage people to check out SheetsAlaundryclub.com. All right. Hope you have a good day. In every pair of Takova's boots, you can expect handmade quality first, wear comfort and timeless western style. Takova's boots are always made from premium bovine and exotic leathers and with occasional resoling, they're going to last a lifetime. The best way to shop for boots is at your local Takova store where you're going to be greeted by the smell of fresh leather and a friendly smile. So come on in, grab a cold one, get fitted by a pro and shop the latest styles. Visit Tacovas.com. That's T-E-C-O-V-A-S.com. And don't go gently, (sighs) y'all. Hey, it's Amy here to talk about St. Jude Children's Research Hospital. For 60 years, St. Jude doctors and researchers have helped push the overall childhood cancer survival rate from 20% to more than 80%. And we need your help getting that number to 100%. And most important, your support means that families never receive a bill from St. Jude for treatment, travel, housing, or food. That peace of mind means so, so much for these families. So join me in helping St. Jude in this fight. Become a partner in hope at musicgives.org. That's musicgives.org. <sighs>